Hello, my peoples. Welcome to episode three of It's a Trine Thing. For those of you who are still tuning in, you guys are the real MVPs. For those of you who are new, welcome to the madness. And in honor of Halloween, we have a fun, spooky episode for y'all talking about some of the haunted shenanigans of Angola. First, we want to throw things back to that wonderful clown rampage that hit Trine and the country and kind of the world back in 2016. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was quite the time to be alive. Yeah, I, I definitely remember. Yeah, so to put things in perspective before we really get into it, Stephen King tweeted about it in October of 2016, right before Halloween. He said, hey guys, time to cool down the clown hysteria. Most of them are good. Cheer up the kitties and make people laugh. So when the the king of, um, you know, horror tells you guys to lay off the clowns, I think that says a lot about the state of 2016 society. He also said that clowns are funny and cute. So can we trust him? I don't know. (laughs) Clowns are pretty terrifying, if you ask me. But Yeah, and that whole madness that happened, I mean, i obviously not a big fan of clowns myself. And despite the fact that it was all smoke and no flame, really, there were no confirmed reports as far as I'm aware of people actually dressed as clowns. But more people got hurt being clowns than like... Wasn't it more clowns got hurt by yeah. people trying to go out and like beat up clowns? And like, yeah, because there were like packs of vigilante hunters. More clowns got hurt than people who were supposedly... Getting being hurt by chased the clowns. by clowns. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I still feel bad for the clowns or not. Maybe some of them were just going about their day jobs and it happened to be during this clown scare. Poor guys. I don't know. But there was a UK Facebook group called the Clown Hunters that were openly recruiting people to hunt clowns in the streets. So maybe that's where some of the injuries occurred on, you know, hurting the clowns. <laughs> don't tell IFC about this. <laughs> <laughs> they might take it upon themselves to... <laughs> To be fair, though, wasn't was it John Wayne Gacy that was a clown? Like, yeah, that was his day job. yeah, he was the a mass clown murderer guy, job. serial killer. Mm-hmm. Any of you who don't know who John Wayne Gacy is and do not have necessarily a squeamish composition, uh, so oh boy, John go. Wayne Gacy was an American serial killer that was active from 1972 to 1978, and he was convicted of raping, torturing, and murdering 33 teenage boys. He was known for dressing up as a clown during his day job and at night he would you know yeah. kill kids didn't he like perform at kids birthday parties mm-hmm. like by yep. day and that was his day job night? did he feel personally attacked by these children and that's you know as when he was a clown and then took revenge you know we could ask him but he was killed by lethal injection uh, so clowns just make me sad like i feel bad for the people being the clowns and i also feel bad for the kids who the clown is there for it's just it's just not a, i don't know i just just go watch joker apparently that's you know feel bad for clowns <laughs> and that <laughs> oh man But yeah, there's apparently two ghost stories allegedly at Trine University. I want to start with the one that I personally think is super bogus. And these two here are in the fraternity that it supposedly is at. So it should be noted, first off, that I'm going through the process of joining Delta Chi. I'm not an actual brother yet. Whereas Ian is a full active brother. But what we are talking about right now is the infamous beta ghost of the Delta Chi house. Infamous. I wouldn't go that far. If you're in Delta Chi, it's pretty infamous. Yeah, there's a lot of stories about it. It's definitely a tongue-in-cheek sort of thing a lot of the time. You know, something kind of unexplained happens. Oh, it's the beta ghost. But there are some stories that have been passed down of stuff actually happening that the way some people tell it doesn't necessarily sound like it's, it's it's all joking. Ian actually, I think, has one of the better stories that I've heard about an encounter with the beta ghost. So I've got one that I heard and one that's a personal story. But mm-hmm. the uh, the one I heard was in our old house, which used to sit where ASEG is now. And it was knocked down and ASEG was built there. But 
one of our alum was like staying in the house, I think, over Christmas break by himself. I think it was brief. I, I know what you're talking about. It was very briefly before the old Beta Phi Theta house was torn down. Yeah, because we were Beta Phi Theta and then we were Delta Chi. Mm-hmm. We were tearing the old house down and he decided to stay the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he was there by himself and uh, he heard like people going up and down stairs, just crazy shit all through the house. And I mean, He's the only one there. So there was no way anyone else was there. Everything was locked up and he was actually terrified. My question is, was he under the influence of anything and is he a reliable source? No. That is a fantastic question. <laughs> we can't answer it, but it's like any other ghost story. You take it with a grain of salt. Some are more, you know, when I think of ghost stories, I feel like I'm not a huge believer in the supernatural. I've not had any experiences. But I feel like the ones that I could believe more than others are the ones where there's a site of a tragic accident or, you know, like a death or something bad happened versus, ooh, a house was torn down. To be fair, before we move on, Ian did have a second story. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot. So we do have a lot of the uh, pieces of the old house built into our new house. So take that what you will. But uh, there was one night a bunch of us were in the basement and we could have swore we heard someone come down the stairs and like move stuff around in the hallway. And we were shouting like, hey, who's there? What's up? You know? And uh, nobody answered, and then we go and look, and we're like, yo, there's nobody down here. And uh, we all clearly, like, a good, like, ten of us all clearly heard. Everybody, nobody was drinking or anything. Everybody mm. was sober, but it was uh, pretty disturbing. I mean, I've heard stories myself of stools getting dragged across the basement floor, doors opening and closing on their own. I heard pretty recently, actually, one of the brothers went to the kitchen, and this was after some plates got knocked around when nobody was in there. No, no, no. There, there was a brother. There was a brother in there. Some plates got knocked over. Another brother tried to enter the kitchen, and the lights wouldn't turn on, and all sorts of crazy stuff happened that night. I don't know. I think it's the communication major in me that's like, cite your sources. I don't believe you. First-hand sources. Well, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how. I spoke much to them right after it happened. Wait to put to these stories, which is, which is fair. I'm also kind of a hater on the the ghost thing. But I mean, it does have kind of a ridiculous name. The oh, beta, yes. beta ghost. Ooh. Well, it's, it's named after, like Ian said earlier, the yeah. fraternity that was here before the chapter of Delta Chi here, yeah. which was Beta Phi Theta. I think a more credible theory would be that there's some super secret position in the fraternity, like the historian or something within the historian where it's this like guard it with your life secret of you make these things happen. So you have to mm-hmm. keep the Beta Ghost story alive by being the person in the house to like plant the seeds of like, oh, something happened or being like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's go investigate. There's actually a super intricate system of electromagnets and animatronics in the walls. Um, the fact that you found out means that I now have to kill you. Yeah. Someday. Okay, cool. I would Fight love me. if both of those were true because that would actually be pretty awesome. Yeah. But we're not that smart. <laughs> no. the, the second instance of a ghost at Trine is actually at the SIGEP house. And there's a lot of different stories out there about what happened. We're not going to really go into that. But essentially, a girl who lived there died on the property. And nowadays, a lot of the people who are there report that when girls enter the frat, so when it's guys, it's like whatever. But when any girls go in, doors, especially downstairs, will like slam shut or like randomly open. And the activity kicks up when there's girls there. And supposedly, it's the ghost who died like warding the girls away 
So that's the other ghost at supposedly at Trine. Which, which, to be fair, is a more believable story than we don't really know the history of this old house. And maybe there was a ghost. I looked on the internet for so long trying to find some kind of death record. I looked up the address, tried to find if there was an old address. I just could not find any records of death on the property. So Oh, you couldn't? Oh, I was under the impression that, that, that there was uh, sources. There was. I just could not find any record or any details on, oh, okay. about it. So I can't say much more than, you know the suspected ghost Mm -hmm. but one of my sorority sisters did live there this summer and did confirm that doors would randomly just Mm -hmm. open and slam but then again is it the same thing where they have a secret position in the fraternity where they keep these rumors a lot i don't know harry potter invisibility cloak and they just go around like slamming doors conspiracies man you never know it's a trying thing it could be it could be real it's a trying thing that would be epic (laughs) they have an invisibility cloak what are they still doing here yeah why are you here yeah yeah (laughs) they're like 60 years old it's been passed down to them from the last 60 year old guy invisible guy that just slammed or shut (laughs) oh my god well, if you guys are a little wary of the clown situation again, maybe Halloween creeps you out and you want to stay indoors for this upcoming Halloween, we do have some movie TV recommendations for you. If you want spooky, creepy, or other kind of Halloween movies, we're going to hit you up with a couple recommendations. All right, Ian, would you like to kick off with your Halloween movie, TV show, whatever our recommendations? Yeah, so... I would have to say the Exorcist movies are uh, definitely get you thinking about mm-hmm. stuff. And they're the classic. They're, they're actually done pretty well, too. And uh, The Ritual on Netflix, mm-hmm. very rooted in Norse mythology. You Bill. mentioned that it scared the pants off your brothers oh, uh, yeah. over the summer. So 4th of July weekend, we just binged watched probably like six to eight scary movies. And uh, one of our brothers was living in the villas over the summer. And uh, he was actually terrified to walk back across campus after watching The Ritual because it's like mm-hmm. in a forest and in the wilderness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard that Veronica is terrifying. On it's it's on Netflix, and I read online that it's like the scariest movie that is on like the out there, and uh, it's it's in Spanish as like subtitles. That's why mm-hmm. I haven't watched it because I can't read that fast. <laughs> but everybody says it's like rooted in a true story and actually gave them the chills. So. That's kind of ironic because I have another story of me convincing someone about something of myself can i can i trust you anymore i i don't you know seem to be this person pretty, uh, was not as gullible as the cocaine dealer tongue. guy but in middle school during gym class one of my friends i'd consistently try and convince her that i had a split personality one side of me was micah it was the normal you know day-to-day micah however i also had a second side named veronica who had a tendency to be like a murderer and like beat people up Granted, she didn't really believe me, but I did try and convince some people that, you know, I did have a second personality named Veronica, mm-hmm. and I think it's fitting that you think a really scary horror movie is called Veronica. So, coincidence? <laughs> I think for my recommendations, kind of going off the vein of Veronica's movie Wreck, R-E-C, it's another movie that I I haven't seen it yet, I haven't had the opportunity, but I've heard it is absolutely terrifying, and it's, it's in Spanish, and it's in the sort of style of paranormal activity. And kind of like the found footage, home movie, horror movie type deal. And I've heard that one of like the scariest part is, is like like the monster isn't really described at all. So it's kind of this like imagination thing, which is something that I always find very scary to me. Another great example of that, in my opinion, is The Haunting of Hill House. It's a movie where, or not a movie, it's a TV show on Netflix. 
absolutely fantastic in my cinematic opinion. masterpiece yeah if you like, even if you don't even like scary like ghost stories just from a cinematic standpoint it is a beautiful show so i should definitely watch that because i've been oh, all, yeah. on the fence of whether or not i want to pick oh, yeah. that up there's one episode where it consists essentially of three shots and one of them's like a 14 minute consecutive shot yeah. of in this funeral home like circling like flame, and yeah. it's it's fantastic it's it's a that's crazy and it captures that like old horror movie feel of like the haunted house which I feel like not a whole lot of movies have really mm-hmm. been able to capture, and it's not too gory either, because I'm not a big fan of gore and horror movies. It just makes me it's kind very of very psychological. Yeah, uh, and Mike can attest, I was terrified for like the entire, even scenes that weren't all that scary, scared the living hell out of me. My final movie that I would recommend is the movie Hereditary, which does a lot of the same stuff. It does a fantastic job of building tension when there's no reason for there to be tension. I think there was one scene where they were at like a school and like nothing was happening and Ian and I were like shaking. We were so afraid. Yeah, no, just like again, the uh, the camera angles, the way they mm-hmm. would just pan out and show the whole it's scene. It's very room. uncomfortable. Yeah. There are, there are a couple scenes that are a little bit gory. So if you're like me, you're very queasy about that, you might. And I do remember, caution. I think you read online, there's, in each scene, there's like the same thing hidden within this. I don't want to spoil it, but there's something hidden. In oh, each yeah, scene. yeah. There are hidden. And, and the same in Honey and Phil House. Okay. Um, in every single scene, there are little hidden like aspects in like the background. And even if you're paying attention, it's really hard to catch it because yeah. they do a very good job of, of making it not super in the foreground. So going off of that, the same director of Hereditary did Midsummer more recently. And Midsummer. I made the mistake of watching that over fall break. And where Hereditary is like all dark, night mm-hmm. like darker, this is all in the daylight. And it's at a cult in Sweden. And same thing. There's nothing particularly happening in some of these scenes, but it's like the creepy music. You're just like, what's going to happen? And the way the deaths happened really stuck with me and mm-hmm. really did haunt me. So if you want like a kind of a really creepy kind of gory movie, watch Midsummer. If you don't want a creepy, gory, jump scare movie, kind of not a traditional Halloween movie, but one not of my... Not a traditional <laughs> Halloween movie at all. One of my favorite oh, movies, and it's never a bad time to watch this, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, okay? I promise you, great movie. Costuming's kind of in sync for Halloween. Like, I would totally be <laughs> Lava Girl for Halloween. Man, if I could pull off that George Lopez. You could consider I, him to be a scary character. He is horrifying are you kidding me it's just george lopez like superimposed onto a basketball like what about that <laughs> doesn't he have like lightning arms and legs too and yeah like little metal feet mr electric like, yeah, yeah no yeah. Uh, i haven't seen that movie in <laughs> years but i know that if i saw giant george lopez head just no body just the head coming at me in a dark alleyway i'd probably beat my pants does this mean you're gonna be shark boy for halloween <gasps> no this be like, the shark boy to my hair. lava girl mm, no comment um I might be I might be George Lopez though who knows <laughs> if that that's a bad idea. But yeah, watch Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Well, you should anyways. It's a cinematic masterpiece. And <laughs> it's, Okay, maybe not, it's but something. it's it's imaginative and fun. If you That that it is. It's it's a fun movie to watch. My last recommendation is also not like a jump scare. It's not a traditional Halloween movie either. It's by the guy who created the Muppets, I believe Jim Henson. Mm-hmm, Jim and Henson. it's called The Dark Crystal. You can terrifying. definitely tell it's a little dated. It's weird. No, it's terrifying. As a kid back in the day when the effects were super realistic, I was horrified, lots of nightmares. But nowadays it's just kind of creepy. You've got like the little Muppets whose souls are being sucked away by the Skeksis who are like these creepy reptiles. And there's just a lot going on. You should just watch it. It's on Netflix. They just came out with a prequel for it. I've not seen, but definitely check out The Dark Crystal if you just want to watch a, a weird 
It's just weird. Weird like, movie. It's, it's one of those movies where I've only watched the first half, keep in mind, because Micah sat me down and pretty much forced me to watch it. And <laughs> it's one of those movies where you just, you're watching it and you got to think to yourself, what the hell were they thinking? Like, drugs. what inspired, probably. LSD. Drugs. <laughs> Lots of what, like, what inspired this? Because it's, especially from like, uh, the, the guy who made the Muppets, you know, the Muppets are like these beloved icons. They're so, they're, they're a little bit weird sometimes, but they're generally, you know, very cute, very fun. This movie is just off the wall weird. Like it hits, it starts weird. It ends weird. It's the Skeksis, the just, mm, oh like super creepy bird. Uh, oh, just take our words for it. And if you, like I said, if you want to stay in during this Halloween, avoid the clowns, avoid any weird vigilantes that might be prowling you never know um vigilantes (laughs) you can uh, see snowflakes yeah oh god i also believe ian has a story from someone he knows a townie he knows and may or may not be dating has some stories of a a creepy (laughs) creepy river or something in town so all right the story comes from my girlfriend and she is from fremont and uh i forget where that where it is it's not pocake and it's another local nature preserve that her and her family lived on and i, I think lake remembers the details better mm-hmm. than i do just because i'm spacing right yeah now, but. uh because she she told me this story i was in the room when she was talking about the story so basically she lived her family lived in a nature preserve for a little while and there was a story that went around of a coven of witches that used to conduct their you know witchy business and by stream in this preserve and allegedly the witches were communing with a demon that they accidentally let out in the stream, but just the stream for some reason, not the rest of the woods, just the stream. And the demon, you can, if you go to the stream at night, you can kind of hear this demon whispering to you and trying to convince you to kill yourself and, you know, all that other demony weirdness. And which I, I make fun of it. That still sounds terrifying to me. I probably wouldn't go because I don't, I don't mess with that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I, don't, no, I don't like that scary stuff. No. no, thank you. But what the kind of the nail in the coffin is and the reason that they actually moved, her family moved out of yep. this nature preserve is that there was a, I think the only detail she mentioned was it was a, it was a man yeah, um, yeah. who killed himself. I think either in or around the stream or something along those lines. Just on the property or something. On the property somewhere. Yeah. And... Not necessarily for like paranormal, like spooky reasons, but for that reason, they they moved away from the uh, preserve. Yeah. So if you know where this place is, if you know what we're talking about, or if you just stumble upon mm-hmm. a stream and you're like, oh my God, is this that place? Say, hail Satan three times, ward away the demons, you'll be okay. Fun fact, we she actually took me to go hiking there on the trails. And Are you then, serious? And then I just was told this story like earlier this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful it was... nature preserve, but my God, that's <laughs> <Nature terrible. laughs> Mm-hmm. But when the sun sets. Well, you know, what what place in America doesn't have stories like that? I That's mean, true. I don't know the exact stories, but no, Pokagon has its own fair share of ghost stories in like the hotel there. Mm-hmm. Other national parks in America have their own fair share of scary stories of things that happen. I mean, you go out west, you hear stories of like skinwalkers. A little bit more north, I believe. Yellowstone, I think some of the buildings in Yellowstone are haunted. If I, uh, I could be totally wrong. I mean, if you think about it, people have died everywhere. Like, oh yeah, it's just you know, you can really terrify yourself by. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, even here in Indiana, there's a graveyard in Brazil, Indiana, I believe, that is known as, as like the Devil's Staircase, like a hundred steps up, but only ninety nine steps down. And if you get pushed off the staircase, the devil shows you how you're gonna die or something like that. But. Unfortunately, we don't have any haunted like 
hotels or anything in Angola or like super haunted mm-hmm. hotels. We just have the university in that's haunted by like prostitutes and drug deals. So, yeah. you know, we, we have that, but well, no ghosts. To be fair, there is a story that I think Brokaw Theater is haunted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something to do with like a ghost will show up at night. Like if you go show up at like 3 a.m. or something, the, the you know, the, the old 3 a.m. trope. And it'll be, it'll be like staring at the theater and like scream or something. Other than that, yeah, Angola is kind of a, a wash when it comes to scary happenings as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Well, that's about all we have time today for. Um, I hope those spooky stories didn't scare you too much or maybe they did. Probably not. I don't know. Well, if you have any stories, rumors, or weird facts about campus, hit us up on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching my name. Honestly, if there's another Micah Hauser in the U.S., I would be shocked and probably feeling like some identity theft is happening. So you can find us on Twitter. Well, well you me. Can, you can find her on Twitter. You can find me easier Ian. than easier than these nah, two. I have an Instagram account with one post, and that's it. I have an Instagram and a Facebook. The point is both of us are very hard to find. You should probably field your questions through Micah. Um, next time we will see you guys when we talk about vandalism and fires that have happened on campus. Oh boy. Yay, pyromaniacs. Ooh. All right. Deuces, my people. Later. See you. Stay spooky. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Ooh.